Hey guys, and welcome to Jen and Sam Make a Movie. Today we're talking to you all about casting. We've started casting for our feature film and we're so excited to show you everything that we've learned. I'm here, as always, with our writer, Jen Finelli. Hi, everybody. And I'm Samantha Aiken. So, Jen, what has been your uh, favorite thing about casting? Well, we have learned a lot. I had no idea that there were so many things to learn just by putting up a notice on the internet. One of the first things that we've learned um, is that you can, for this is a good indie film tip for all of the wonderful and lovely filmmakers out there, um, is that you can actually get coupons to post your casting call on some of these really big sites to get you know high quality actors. Um, we are using Backstage.com um, and we got a coupon that they let us use. Um, and Sam booped that in using computer powers and, um, we got a bunch of casting calls and it's cool. Um, we used another site also, um, indiefilmcasting.com yeah. <laughs> and, um, we've also posted that link, um, to a lot of different networks actually. Um, Sam, you were talking about. Yeah, we, have the casting call posted on Asian American actors and some, uh, groups around Ohio. We've been reaching out to our contacts and the wonderful people that we've been meeting along this crazy indie film journey. So that's kind of lesson number two that we've learned from this journey is um, publicizing is a good thing. Put your casting. It's not a secret. I know that sometimes actors have trouble finding casting calls. So I had thought they were like kept underground secrets and things like that. Just put them, put them on all your Facebooks and things like that. Make it a lot of fun. Um, so another thing that, um, we had we've kind of learned along the way is there's a lot of different sites to do this so we've mentioned too on our um indie film resource booklet i've just updated it and you can get like six or seven total sites where you can choose to put um your casting call we so selected these because backstage is very well used um they've got kind of a, a submission process for actors i i had understood um, and they were a reasonable price for us. So they were kind of a good midway between just going free and between I had been looking at one of these really expensive sites, which we may still end up looking at. I don't I don't know. Um, but anyway, it's all in our booklet, which you can get on our website. Awesome. So as far as like like looking through submissions, Jen, what are some things that really made uh, someone's submission stand out? So uh, we were talking about this before the podcast started. Um, Sam's actually been doing a lot more of the the casting work than I have, so I'm going to flip this question around on you in a second after I list off a few things. Um, One of the things that has impressed me right away, so these are all things that I'm going to use. If I ever apply for an acting job, I know exactly what kind of submission I want now because there are things that really make some of these actors stand out, and there are things that make people stand out in a way that I'm like, I'm not... I don't know. Um, we've gotten some really awesome people, and I'm really grateful to everyone who um, applied. But some of the people who stood out, it was because they had like a unique talent listed at the top, and I was like, wow, that's really cool. I connect emotionally with that talent. Um, we have somebody who applied who was like a break dancer, and somebody else who was like fluent in Hebrew. And these talents, I were like, well, I can find a way to use that. I don't, I don't know how, but I can, I can find a way. Um, so I think right. having a really unique talent makes you stand out, right? Sam's smiling because you know exactly the people that I'm talking about. <laughs> Especially since uh, our character, Sung Min, you guys are going to love him. He is uh, kind of a, a different person every day. 
he's so talented and he's always pretending to be someone else. So he'll be a, you know, uh, a cowboy one day and a secret agent the next. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) I loved, um, one of the things I like about working with you actually is that you have the, you, I get, I get the vision for the characters that you have. Um, and it makes me happy because it's like, yes, you, 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 you know, the people it's like they're real people and we're really excited about them. Just because they're in your head doesn't mean they're not real. We're exactly, not, right? <laughs> <laughs> so what's I guess what's something that's made some of the um some of our kind of yeses that we're excited about stand out for you? Yeah, we were talking about notes. So at least in backstage, this isn't uh necessarily uh possible in every platform, but with backstage you can add notes to the casting director. Um it's like basically the equivalent of like a cover letter on your mm-hmm. resume. Okay. You could just send your resume and your reel and you know, you can, we get a good sense of, you know, what you can do, but a cover letter is like why a note or a cover letter is like why I want to do this and why I'm interested in your projects and why you should be interested in me too. And I can't really imagine applying for a job without a cover letter. Like it actually kind of shocked me that most people didn't put in notes but the people who put in notes it was like oh i'm interested in this person and actually we have more people we could mathematically go through our submissions and more a higher proportion of the people who we gave auditions to had sent us notes than had not yeah so we we appreciated that because you know people told us why they were interested um showing dedication in a note is a really big thing we you know people who are offering to move places or travel for us um, that's big. We're like, oh, wow, you, you're really into this. And on the other hand, um, there can be a, a notes that are a little bit, um, a little bit rude. And those are a little less friendly. Like, I understand if you want to ask questions about the process and pay and things like that, that's totally reasonable. I don't think your cover letter or right away in your first note is the place to say, like, are you going to compensate me for travel? I think that that is maybe yeah. a question that should come up because so later, yeah, yeah, we're it's nice like, people, so it doesn't make us mad, but it, yeah, right. The first, the first interview, you never ask about money. You let them bring it up, basically, like in any job. Yeah, and like, what if I had been really grumpy that day? Like, what if I had just gotten done delivering a lot of babies and I was tired and angry and I hadn't eaten all day? Then I would see that and I'd be like, "Why are you asking me about conversation?" We we like it's fine, it's cool. But, people want to know. I yeah, think exactly. maybe because we were vague about how auditions were happening as well. Uh, we're doing digital auditions, at least for the first round. People were like, okay, am I going to have to fly out to audition for this? Because that happens sometimes. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and I think those are all good things. You have to have those questions, obviously. Because otherwise you could be getting scammed by some indie film that's not a real film or something like that so you have to ask the questions but i don't think that the place to do it is right away in your introduction because in your introduction you want to get me excited so i just know that if i ever apply for an acting job just based on the feeling that we got i'm gonna definitely go for um the the positive note versus the questioning note Um, and then i'll ask all my questions hardcore afterwards because once they've given you an audition you can turn them down Right. You can say, oh, well, right, exactly. never mind. Yeah. You can, you can then ask all those. I think after the audition is the time to ask those questions. Um, so, yeah. What's an, what's something else that we've noticed that like we've loved that we've been like, yeah, let's let's do that. 
people giving us what we ask for. Like it's harder. Like if I ask for a resume and a reel, and of course not everyone has a reel, but like if you, if you don't have a reel, it sort of makes me think that you don't have a lot of experience, right? Mm-hmm. At least in film. Maybe you were in a play that wasn't taped or you don't want to send me, you know, your whole one hour play mm-hmm. or whatever. But um, yeah, if I, you know, I'm we're asking for like headshots, which every, uh, every professional actor or actress has mm-hmm. and, you know, a resume and a reel, you know, if we don't see how you speak, it's hard for us to like get excited, even if you maybe meet the criteria physically. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think that was a huge point because that was... It's not like, this is going to sound a little bit mean, but it's kind of like if you don't include a reel, it's almost like you don't know how to work a camera. Because there was like some people who included a lot of actors don't work cameras, so it doesn't mean well. No, but like, like so for example, like there was a guy who um, his reel, his comedy reel was super simple. It was just him telling jokes in front of the camera, and I loved it. I adored it. And he just literally set up a camera and talked funny into it about Asian American stereotypes. Um, I thought that was super cool, and it's like that's not too hard to do. Everyone has a YouTube. Absolutely, use your iPhone. Use your iPhone and just. Do a monologue. As long as you don't do something that's totally stupid, like maybe I don't want your YouTube video of you throwing pie in your friend's face. But on the other hand, maybe I do, you know? So it's like, I, I because you know what, if we, it's, we're a comedy after all. So um, I, I, I felt, it's not like not including a reel is a lack of effort, but to me it kind of a little bit is because you can, you, you can do it usually. You can do it. I believe in I believe in your ability to talk in front of a camera. A reel or a monologue. Absolutely. Yeah. It's free to upload stuff on YouTube, people. It's not terribly difficult. It's funny. I think a lot of people were like maybe joined backstage because of uh, crazy Asians. So a lot of the people uh, who submitted for our, our uh, movie actually sent in their crazy Asians monologue casting tape which i thought was wonderful oh the young rich agents one yeah 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 what did i, I said something really stupid huh no you didn't you said crazy <laughs> crazy rich, it's called it's cra- crazy, crazy rich, rich agents. agents yeah there's, okay there's so it's kind of kind of close <laughs> um yeah we were we tweeted about that how uh basically the director was turning to social media to cash like some fresh talent and i think that's great that we were able to like capitalize on that that was super cool. We really enjoyed that. Some of you guys' reels were amazing. Um, another thing <laughs> another thing that I thought was really successful was make me afraid not to audition you. This is going to make Sam laugh a little bit because I, I texted her about this. Um, but, like, you don't want to miss out on a really good opportunity as a casting person. And I don't want to be like, oh, man, I feel really stupid for not having selected this person um even though they're clearly good talent because they didn't right away look like they fit the part so like if you look so excellent and put together with your stuff um and you have you have an awesome reel even if you don't have exactly what we're looking for i'm thinking specifically about somebody who didn't really have any comedy in their reel um and they weren't really the type that we were looking for but they were a really good actor and they were clearly professional um and it was like, wow, I would be afraid not to offer this person an audition because I feel like I'm missing out. They turned out. out to be the next big thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, you don't. So 
So, but that, I mean, that's very vague advice. Um, but I, as that's the kind of audition I would like to submit or the kind of information I would like to submit if I would ever become an, an actor. I would want to make such an impression and such a character. Like the whole, this person's whole package told a story. Their, their picture told a story. Their every reel had like fit with the theme of this story. And I don't know that it's a theme that we're going to, I don't know if their story is a story that's going to fit with the story of our film, but they were a really good candidate. Also, they looked just intimidating. So I was afraid that you just, we just have to, we just have to audition them or else. Um, <laughs> so, but that, so that was like, that was excellent. So make me afraid not to audition you. I want to, I want to submit packages like that if I ever audition. Jen's a pretty decent actress. My uh, first terrible film I made in, in <laughs> oh, undergrad, no. I got to kill her. Yeah, that made my husband super uncomfortable later. Actually, Brian really hated that film. Actually, the experience or like the after? Like no, the, the film product. itself. When he saw it, um, and I was like, "Why?" I think well, it's, I killed you. Yeah, I think it's so great. And he was like, "Because it's you." And I'm like, "That's not me. That's like some stupid college girl." Because I was trying to play a stupid college girl. He's like, "No, that's you." And I'm like, "I was offended. I was super offended." But now I understand. <laughs> understand what he was trying to say yeah i got stabbed um because i i can freak out i can have a panic attack on in front of a camera yay <laughs> i'm not i'm not a really good good act i'm not and a you good got actress, an no. oscar for uh crouching down by their uh filmed in a dorm room and these guys would like not clean their toilet the whole year it looked like <laughs> i still remember that do you remember that i don't remember that you had to crouch down by the toilet and you were like, you guys got to clean this first. <laughs> I was like, oh, why are we doing this in boys' apartments? Well, uh, what I remember is fun. the guy who killed me, um, like, that made me very uncomfortable. It, it was actually very uncomfortable to be killed on a bed. Um, right. That was kind of creepy to me because um, there were certain implications there. But the uh, that guy actually went on to go into medical school. <laughs> so... Which I think yeah. is kind of funny. I'm in medical school too, um, and I I just think it's funny that we both went that route. I think it's scary though, because now I'm always going to be scared of that guy. Um, <laughs> so he he can't be my doctor. <laughs> you did a good job. Um, so no, that's actually one of the reasons that I know that you're so good at directing because you like came into this guy's apartment with these like huge professional lights and you had like professional makeup and stuff. And I was like, I thought you guys were just doing like a YouTube video. What's happening? Um, and, and there was like a script. I mean, it was still bad. <laughs> like I look at it now and I'm like, it's still, I shouldn't have even mentioned it cause I don't really want people to see it. I really don't. People All won't of find my it. Terrible stuff from like. Some stuff I did in undergrad, like my my uh, my senior sort of like thesis documentary, which I I still really like and it's important. It's about women in sports. I love it. It's it's on YouTube, but that's also on YouTube. This terrible horror film I made, and like I kind of never wanted to see the light of day. <laughs> I I get that. I was so fat. My arm, which is not bad. Like we are all about body positivity. Women who know how to do their you wear their um body positivity well though usually do a better job right um so like i have there's a i have a teacher who she's like 
I don't know, 200 pounds or something and absolutely gorgeous, you know, because she wears clothes that fit with it. And she's just she's, she's gorgeous. She rocks it um, in this movie. I did not rock it. <laughs> I was like, you were supposed to be lounging around, though. Yeah, but I was like showing this like arm situation. It was oh, it was it was not. <laughs> That's still how I see you in my mind with the, your really long hair, with like... really long hair and like really long arm wings, too. really long dangling arm wings I don't remember that at all I could like fly I could like jump off a a building and fly with my arm wings (laughs) it was not that it was not like that I'm gonna draw a picture of that now it's gonna be graceful that's gonna be body positivity like fly away on my arm wings um anyway so if you guys you guys shouldn't look it up if you find it it I'm not gonna say the name of it no but if you find it Everybody has to have a bad B movie in their past. It was like almost 10 years ago, right? Yeah. There are professional horror films that are as bad as that. I have seen them. Kind of. There you can see the lights in one of them. Really? I did this I did this yeah, I did this moving shot that I was kind of like proud of you were moving. Like the you can totally see those those big old lights. I could those see lights. Them. I was like, "Oh gosh." <laughs> Oh, yeah. I'm not a good actress. Brian, my husband, is this amazing actor. Like, these shy people who just, they pop out of the corners and they can do these amazing things. So, which is, back to, back to like, the whole casting thing. Um, that's actually one of the scariest or saddest things about this is it's like, I don't want to miss somebody like, like my husband who's just... They don't have a lot of experience, but they're just amazing. They're the most amazing thing. Like my husband, when I give him a chance. Yeah, exactly. When they, um, when people do improv, all of a sudden we had a big improv group at a buddy's wedding. This was actually a Woody's wedding, right? Um, do you remember? I don't. There was like a moment where everyone was in the basement doing improv stuff. Yes, we were playing games and whatnot. It was awesome, and Brian was just really good at just hopping out and getting right in. I would freeze up. I couldn't. I couldn't do it. Um, and I'm the like loud, friendly personality one, theoretically. So it was very strange to me to realize I can't, my husband is way better at this than me. So anyway, we're looking for those people, those like people who are just these hidden, amazing talents. And I hate, I, we're going to put this in a blog post later, um, somewhere. I think I really hate this whole judgy, judgy feelingness of casting, like because we are casting a body type. For example, it for- makes me feel powerful. <laughs> <laughs> yes, no, yes, no, no. Oh. It's 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 rough. It really is rough because, I mean, yeah, it's just because someone is like really talented. Maybe they're just not what we're looking for. There's a class you can take. It's through USC on directing the actor. Um, I forget the woman's name who does it. She's like a, a really well-known actress. Um, but actually, George Lucas, the Star Wars guy, he um, he produced it. Um, it's a really famous class at USC that you can now take for cheap online. And she's you know basically highlighting like when you're casting someone, you have to remember like you're probably going to be turning them. It's hard to be an actor because so much of what you're judged on is beyond your control, like how you look, right? Yeah. So you you have to approach that with like a sensitivity, like. No matter how awesome your talent is, no matter what your training is, at the end of the day, you're gonna your face is gonna be on screen. Yeah. 
that's why I hate some of the, you know, we have to have these conversations where it's like, well, this person looks good, but their face looks too young or something like that. And like, and then we get, we get our favorites and things like that. But, and it sounds horrible. I hate that I had to say this about a, a human being to another human being. That's terrible. But, um, right. it, it is a fact that like for LaShonda, we're looking for a larger woman. So we have looked at girls and been like, she's too skinny. And I hate that. I don't, I don't want to have to say that in my head or behind the scenes to Sam. I hate, I hate that we have to say that. So casting directors, my new opinion of casting directors is y'all are evil, nasty mofos and you like to judge people. This is my new opinion <laughs> because I hate this. Why would anyone want to do this as their full-time job? <laughs> but, um... You know, or, like, with age things and trying to match people up by age, there's definitely some cultural stuff going on there. Because um, we have different eyes when we look at people. I see younger guys as being more acceptable age-wise. So, yeah. So, we're we're casting across races, right? So, um, so a lot of these uh, young Asian guys, they look... They look really young to me and we're trying to cast someone really in the age range that looks maybe 25 to 35, but really closer to 30. And like some of these guys, they could play 16 year olds in my eyes. Whereas Jen's like, no, he could totally be 22. And, you know. Yeah. So it's, it's challenging because I look at things the way when I look at like my dad's baby pictures, my dad is like, when he was little, he was like super, super Asian. He's grown and his facial features have changed. Um, so Asian people, naturally we look younger. So when I look at Asian people, I always, my brain automatically changes the number because just my family, like looking at my family, when I traveled to Japan, um, people look, it's just, you automatically calibrate according to what you're used to. So, um, oh, absolutely. that's been, I think that's been really interesting, um, to try to see like, but see, you some, do the, I think you do the opposite with black people. Probably. Right? Yeah. Well, because I see I see other people that we are looking at. We're going to have to edit that out as being younger than they are. You can just put a bleep over that, and then it'll be really funny because I'm just about to talk about it. Um, <laughs> there's a certain person that we have been looking at whose name I totally didn't just say, um, who very much fits our role, so much so that Sam accidentally sent me an email using the character's name instead of her name. Um, so... This person um, looks younger to me than she does to Sam. And that's another, like, cross-racial thing, I think. So it's been very interesting. You're just going to bleep that out, right? You're not going to delete the whole segment. Because I think it's funny. I think it's kind of funny. (laughs) So, yeah. Um, So that's another thing that's been really interesting. And you can see why representation in casting directors is important. Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. Are the majority of casting directors white men? I wouldn't be surprised. I haven't seen a data on that. I've seen They're the data probably on white directors. women. I don't know. I just oh, that see, that's what I assume because <laughs> you assume that she's the lady who's like, no, too fat. No, this doesn't work. Like that's my stereotype. <laughs> but, right. Um. Yeah. So I haven't seen the data on that. We did just. We are going to post an article soon about representation, um, and casting directors and producers. So I know that those are black and Asian um, men and women are definitely underrepresented there. But so for casting, that's important. So maybe if you're crossing, casting a multiracial film, consult other people is maybe something to think about because maybe how you see 
is not the only way to see these people. Um, so that's something to consider. Um, the another that kind of another thing we were talking about is um, applying for the role according to kind of what was asked for. Right. You 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 actually can talk about you're going to be better at talking about this than than I am. Like some of the applicants we've right. had who. So we're casting for um, for our male lead. We're casting basically ideally for a Korean male, but we opened it up to any actors of Asian descent for our female lead. We're looking for a body realistic uh, body realistic female black woman. Um, and we asked on backstage, we asked for at least a dress size six and above. Um, mm-hmm. I think on indie film casting, I asked for a dress size eight and above because mm-hmm. on backstage, we were getting a lot of people who like, I'm, I'm fairly thin. Um, most people could see me as thin. I look like I weigh a lot less than I actually do, but there were people who are like much thinner than me applying for a ro- this role of a larger woman that we were, that we were casting for. Yeah. And that was an instant. No, we're casting very intentionally for this body realistic female. We, we can't have you. Yeah. Even though some of them are beautiful and I was very sad about the no. <laughs> Everyone who submitted was gorgeous. It, it really was. It's like, why do we have so many beautiful people interested in our film? Um, <laughs> absolutely. So that was kind of a bummer. And we have some really talented people in there. But you are too thin. I'm sorry. So that also there were, there were Also, there were random white ladies <laughs> also very beautiful but not what we were asking for and not something we were willing to compromise on for this role yeah and that's something that like for us you know we're just we're kind of small time you know we're indie but i feel like if there's in hollywood there are connections there are names there's gossip and casting directors know each other and stuff like that i feel like if you do something like that for for like a role where people are going to talk to each other i can i mean wouldn't you get in trouble you know because people are going to see recognize you later as that person who applied and didn't even bother to read my casting call for what i was looking for people don't know in in la people don't really remember other people like that unless your name is like means something like you stand out you think so um, yeah for um like the casting calls i get around cleveland they're basically like read this email twice if you like even if like your subject line is out of place or whatever yeah. for your, like your submission, you get automatically deleted. Yeah. Like if you don't follow the instructions, you will get deleted. That's harsh, and we weren't so harsh, but we did say no because we were looking for a certain thing. So. And I think part of it was um, people just wanted to get on our radar. For, so like for Sungmin, we're looking for someone who's uh, we're looking for a Korean male, like some Korean females, very beautiful. Everyone's beautiful. There are some very beautiful <laughs> Korean females like submitted for the role of Lashonda. I think probably just to get on our radar with the logic of, okay, they're casting for a Korean male, but it's probably a role for a Korean female somewhere in the film. Let me yeah. just get my face in front of them in case I miss the ca- a casting call later on. Yeah, which is a good way to think. I think it's nice doing the casting to think like, oh, they were probably just looking for this, not they didn't read my casting call at all and are just putting their name in where it doesn't belong um and i, th- I think that's a, a something for maybe indie filmmakers another tip that we've learned i think we're up to like six tips or something like that now um but another tip is maybe try to think nicely about the actors if they submit wrong think nice thoughts about them 
and assume what Sam just said is true. Not that they are just ignoring <laughs> the directions. Um, so yeah, that was another thing. Another thing. It's that, the equivalent of like, keep my resume on file. In yeah. In case you have other opportunities, you know? Yeah, I like that. And we, I just, another thing that, um, I was really impressed by was people who really tried to keep it, regardless of what they were applying, uh, applying for or whether or not they were a good fit, people who tried to keep it really professional, you know, like people who checked their spelling, um, people who had like a friendly tone in the things that they submitted, but it was like friendly but professional. I, the ones that were submitted by like agencies wasn't like, su- that didn't impress me, actually. It like, it sounded more impressive to me when the actor or whoever had written we talked right about that note, but like having like a friendly, friendly, but professional and not like cold tone, I think was another big thing for me. Yeah. I, you know what? For, with backstage, I'm pretty sure actors pay to be on there. So like, I totally understand. It's like a way to, for them to save money instead of like every actor paying for a membership. Mm-hmm. Just let the casting, the manager of like several actors pay for one membership. Yeah. Um, but if you're going to do that as a try and make it more about the client than about you. Like, mm-hmm. I don't necessarily care about you. Like, tell me something <laughs> more about the client. We had we had one one uh, one manager, like, submit for several clients. And it's like, okay. Why should I consider this client? Yeah. Yeah. Because when you do that, you can't post reels for multiple people. That's just confusing. Right? Yeah. So, like, she didn't submit any reels or any resumes. Like, just, like, give us some more information here. Yeah. So, it's like, why should I consider these people? If I don't know anything about them, you know, because I, I want to work with these people. Why well, don't you? Sam wants to work with these people. I want to sit in a corner and write about them because that's what screenwriters do. Um, <laughs> but, you, you know, we actually have to work with these people and interact with these people. They are going to be 15 to 18 or whatever days of intensive, grueling filming. Um, we have to get along. We have to know something about you. We have to like you. So tell me, make me like you be a human being i i that's that's what i got out of this if if i ever submit to a casting call i'm going to include a little cover letter that's very short because i don't that no one's got time to read a lot but like some of the good i'm going to take a note from some of these guys that we've been watching i'm going to be like them so i like that another thing is um having a following is obviously nice <laughs> yeah you can't you can't control that if you don't have one of those but if you have a large youtube audience i actually would like to know that like right in your cover little thing like oh i have a hundred thousand followers that's that's i'm in i'm in on that so things things like that are are nice to know although in that case you're probably not auditioning to us but although we did get one we got a few auditions with some some decent follower numbers we did. That was really nice. We appreciated that. Um, any other honest thoughts about casting that we have learned, that we have liked? I think I've shared everything that was important to me. It was, it's been a really interesting process hearing from all of you wonderful people. We're still accepting submissions. If you want to know more about uh, how you can audition, right now we have, like, it's the first post on IndieFilmCastings.com. I think that's the name of the website. Um, just click. I'm having an affair with my wife, Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, you can also email movie at mysweetaffair.com. 
That's a really good email address. That's very nice and easy to remember. Movie at mysweetaffair.com. I had forgotten that that was our email address. <laughs> um, we have two, but that's the easiest one to remember. That's a good one. Does that direct redirect to the other one? Anyway, these are it does. details that nobody else, you guys don't need to know about our emails. Anyway, um, yeah, so that's good stuff. I think we're going to post a few um, blog posts about the casting experience. Uh, one of them is going to be, just, I kind of want to end on a note that we. this has really taught me how much of a lie it is that, oh, there aren't good Asian and black talents out there. That's why Hollywood doesn't have a lot of Asian and black people. Um, I, I've even seen, yeah. com- I saw a comment like this recently. I had just posted a rant about racism in film and some random strange you know, replies and he's like, it's because capitalism because, you know, it's cutthroat yeah. out there. And oh, I'm like, gosh. it's, it's, that's not capitalism. Did you see how much money, um, like, uh, hidden figures? Yeah, that, that was a lot of money. Um, superhero series, superhero series have made a lot of money. Um, oh my gosh. But anyway. Guardians of the Galaxy. What are you thinking of? I'm. There are a lot of superhero series. (laughs) Superhero series that's on Netflix that is the black male version of that. Luke Cage? Yes. There we go. Um, that's like, people have been more excited about that than anything else. If you've been paying attention to Twitter or social media, like the upcoming Black Panther film is already ahead of time making money. People are incredibly excited about it. So it's like, okay, no, it's not capitalism. And this casting thing has really taught me, like, no, these, these, okay, we got 200, we got like 230 and counting applications for our tiny little indie film. Can you yes. imagine how many? And thank you so much for everyone who submitted. We, we see you. We appreciate you. Thank you so much. We are so humbled. Absolutely. I mean, and that's the heartbreaking thing that it's like, we know you exist. Like I wanted, I, I want to make a movie about every single one of you. I mean, there's some of you that it's like, oh, he just really cannot. He does not look the part at all. But I want to make a movie about him. Um, and it's like every single one of you deserve a movie, and you deserve a lead role in it. And Hollywood needs to get their stuff together because there, you guys exist. And for our tiny film, like there, we're getting that many submissions. Let me imagine. Some of these big, this kind of makes me cry, so I'm not going to cry since that doesn't work for a podcast. You guys can't, can't, you can't, it's annoying sounds to hear weird snifflings. But really, for these big films must get an incredible number of submissions. And then for people to come out and say, oh, these guys don't exist, that, I am now more offended by that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's it's insulting. It's disgusting. You can't say that. So we know you guys exist and. You know, we're going to do our best to try to make sure that other people see you. That's all that I can say right. about that. And this this film is just the beginning. We hope to make more content in the future. You know, this is our baby for right now. But um, we're going to keep uh, doing some more casting calls. I know maybe you guys who are out in L.A. necessarily can't come out for some smaller roles all the way to Cleveland. But uh, we are going to be opening it up later down the line. And we'll try and keep you guys in the loop. Yep. Thank you, guys. You guys rock. 